Are you looking for a space where you will learn to improve your mental strength, emotional health, and heal your insecurities from the inside out? Take the first step to living a more meaningful life with the Better Me with Body by Brie podcast. I'm your host, Brie. I'm a certified personal trainer, entrepreneur, and mother of three. I've helped empower thousands of women to take action through fitness, nutrition, meditation, personal development, and aligning thoughts with action. This podcast is for those who are ready to feel inspired and motivated to live a more purposeful life. Let's grow together. Welcome to the podcast. In today's episode, we discuss how you can parent to your child's personality to create harmony in your home. We discuss the four personality types from my very favorite parenting book, The Child Whisperer by Carol Tuttle. I discuss ways to help your children thrive and also their basic fears so you can be a resource of comfort. Learning these four personality types completely changed how I parent and strengthened my relationship with my children. From one mom to another, you need to hear this information. I hope you enjoy this episode and learn as much as I did. Hi friends, today's podcast is a little different than the norm because it's all about parenting. And I found a book that changed the way I parent and connect to my children. And it was honestly life-changing for me and my children. So it helped our relationship because I understood them so much better and I was able to see their unique personalities so that I can parent to their specific needs instead of parenting how I think that they should act, if that makes sense. So if you follow me, you see my kids, but let me give you a little bit of a background if you don't know about my family. I have three small children. I have Olivia, she's six, Jameson is four, and Mila is one. And each of my kids has a completely different personality. They came out with like set in their ways. And I always say that kids are like rocks. You can try to chip away at them a little piece at a time, but they came down with their own journey. They have their own unique personalities and gifts. And as parents, we can try to teach them, um, but they have to do things their own way. Like they are not us, right? It can be really frustrating as a parent because unfortunately, Oftentimes, we try to project our wants, our desires onto our children, and if they're not doing things our way or how we would want them done, it can be frustrating, and this is where the relationship between you and your child can be damaged, so I want to share with you what has helped me and my family tremendously, and first off, I want to let you know I am not a parenting expert. I don't teach parenting classes. I don't have a certification. I'm simply sharing from one mom to another what has really helped us. I read a book called The Child Whisperer by Carol Tuttle, and I shared this a while ago on my Instagram, Um, but when I was having issues with Olivia, she was about three years old, and she was so stubborn. She was feisty and bossy and frankly, a little mean. (laughs) She like scared me. I'm not kidding. She was so intense and I had no idea how to parent her. And I remember one night she decided that she didn't want to go pee on the potty before bed. And who knows why? Maybe she was just really tired, but she decided she did not want to go pee on the potty. And I told her she couldn't go to bed until she went to the bathroom. She screamed, For about 20 minutes straight, throwing a fit, rolling on the ground. I'm sure you've all been there. And she finally got really quiet and she just stared at me in the eyes and just started peeing on the floor. 
I was like, I saw red. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? Why? But she was showing me at three years old that she wanted to have control. She wanted to have control over what she did. And I now know from the book when that live, when she acts out, she feels she doesn't have control. And I didn't know that at the time because I hadn't read the book yet, but I was at a loss. I decided I needed to start reading some parenting books to get new ideas. And this book honestly saved me. Um, Two books I tell every mom to read is either The Child Whisperer or Baby Wise. If you have a new baby, I'm always like, any I'm seriously psycho. Any pregnant lady that I see or pregnant woman that I see, I'm like, Oh my gosh, congratulations. You need to get baby wise. <laughs> like that's I'm really weird because it saved me as a new mom. So Child Whisper and Baby Wise, those are the two books. I'll do another podcast on Baby Wise, but anyway. So um in this Child Whisperer book by Carol Tuttle, I will put the link in the show notes so you guys can just click on that if you want to get it. I know it's on Amazon. Um, but there are four types of children. Each child can have different levels of the type that they are, but most children will be predominantly one type. So I'm going to share with you these four types of children, and I want you to listen to see if you can identify any of your children and if these characteristics match up. Um, when, When you can actually identify what type your child is, then you can know how to help. And it will show you like, this is why they're throwing tantrums or this is why they're feeling the way they are and how they're thinking. And this is how to calm them down and how to connect with them on their level. So it's really, really helpful. So there are four types. Listen and see if you can see if, or like see any similarities between you and your children. Usually it'll be pretty clear. It'll just like pop out at you. So here we go. Four different types of children. Type one is the fun-loving child. The fun-loving child is bubbly, bright, and social. They're full of ideas, they're playful and animated, and sometimes their energy can be seen as a fault when they don't want to sit still or when they interrupt you to share their stories. But parents who recognize their pizzazz as a gift and not a flaw can help them develop into creative, happy adults. So some clues that you might have a fun-loving child would be They're curious and they love to touch and explore. They love to make noise, laugh, and play. They're creative and imaginative. They're eager to please others. They like when others are happy, especially when their parents are happy. Um, And they may have many friends or change friends often. But they can be judged as flighty, hyperactive, or unreliable. So the best way to connect with a fun-loving child is to praise their good ideas and encourage them to share those ideas with others. Learn to be okay when they start one thing and then change their mind. They're exploring and that's what works for them. Uh, Have fun with them. Get down on their level. Toss a ball around with them or join in their creative play. Be grateful for the positive energy that they bring to the family. A ride um, on a toy is always a great gift for a fun-loving child. Give them freedom to explore and test out their creativity and their ideas. So that's the fun-loving child. The type two 
is the sensitive child. Now, this is Jameson, and this has helped me so much with Jameson. So let me explain what it is. The sensitive child has a naturally calm and easygoing personality. They are often called the peacemaker of the family because they don't like conflict. The type 2 child is tender with emotions very close to the surface. They are generally quieter and they are often asked to talk loud or hurry up. They do things on their own time. A parent may get frustrated when they ask their type 2 child to clean his room and they come back 15 minutes later to find that it's still not done. So when you recognize that your child's innate sensitive personality, it helps you understand why they do the things they do. So a type 2 child's mantra is, I will watch, observe, and then I'll make a plan. Um, some cues that might that you might have a sensitive child would be that they have a built-in calm demeanor. They like to plan, and that planning can sometimes take a long time. Type 2 children are warriors. They like to know what to expect in every situation so they can prepare for it. And contention in the house really upsets them. Um, They can often be judged as shy, wimpy, or hypersensitive. So this is Jameson. Not so much the calm part, (laughs) but he is very, very sensitive. He gets his feelings hurt very easily. He, He also acts out the most if he's feeling left out or unheard. And I found that with Jameson, quality time is very important. He thrives on smaller group settings. And to calm him down when he's having a tantrum, I have to hug him and say, I hear you, I understand you, you are loved, and I just hold him. And then he'll calm down right away. However, because he feels so deeply, he throws a lot of tantrums. He's like fire and ice. It can be very frustrating as a parent. But if you understand why he's acting that way, then I can validate him and calm him down a lot faster. And I always ask him what he's feeling and why so that I can validate his feelings as well. Because the worst thing that you can say to a sensitive child is, oh, stop crying or quit being a baby or it's not that big of a deal. Just be tough. Um, Because that will stifle who they are. That will make them shut down and then they don't listen to their own inner feelings. So it's very important that we validate their feelings because it's real to them. So the best way to connect with a sensitive child is to make them feel safe. Let them know that you're there for them in any given situation. Uh, Fill them in on the details. If you're going into an unfamiliar situation, prepare them beforehand with what to expect. Provide a peaceful place for them. Obviously, your house can't be peaceful all the time, but have a room that your sensitive child can go in when things get crazy. Uh, Don't push them to be more outgoing. They'll try things at their own pace. So that is a type two. Type three, the determined child. This is my daughter, Olivia. And oh boy, (laughs) you know when you have a determined child on your hands because the type three child is the most noticeable. The determined child is naturally more physical, uh, active, and stubborn. He or she was born with a drive to get things done, usually in their own specific way. Type 3s are usually told to calm down or stop being so demanding. The determination child's mantra is, let's get results. Uh, Some clues that you might have a determined child would be they have a strong will. They will pursue several big goals at once. 
They're determined. Um, types are naturally active and adventurous. They're ready to go do and explore. They want to try leadership positions in school, home, or work. They are very self-motivated rather than motivated by others. They can be loud, forceful, or straight to the point and also seen as bluntly honest. They can be judged as pushy, demanding, or loud. So Adam and I always joke that Olivia is going to be the CEO of a company one day because, man, that girl, she knows exactly what she wants, and she doesn't care who is in her way, and she bosses everyone else around, and in her mind, she is the boss because she often will think of like solutions that I don't think of. She's constantly making deals to get out of timeout or to think of ways to get what she wants, and it's really funny because Adam's always so proud because he says she's a natural negotiator. And she excels at anything she does. But her downfall is that she's very hard on herself. If she isn't the best at what she's doing, she'll want to quit because she doesn't like being behind. Uh, she's really persistent and has to be constantly learning and stimulating, stimulated with new activities. So raising Olivia as a toddler was the most exhausting thing I have ever done in my whole life. <laughs> Now that she's older, she's more mature and she's very helpful and we work really well together because I know that she needs a sense of control. So if Olivia acts out, it's because she needs to feel that she can make decisions. She doesn't do well with being micromanaged. So if she's throwing a fit, I have to create a lot of situations where she can choose what she wants. So I let her choose her clothes or what food she wants to eat or what she wants to do for that day or a book she wants to read at the end of the night. And that is what will calm her down is if she has a sense of control. Um, it's really funny because me and my sister always, we both have type twos and we both have type threes. And so it's really funny. We're like, yep, that's a type three. That's a type three. They get into everything. They're crazy. They're curious. They're the kids that are like constantly on the move. So anyway, they're exhausting, but they're so great. The best way to connect with the determined child is to try not to let your stubborn personality butt heads with their stubborn personality. Instead of struggling to ring them in, try giving a determined child a bit more freedom to discover for herself. Cheer them on in their goals. Encourage their confidence and passion. Instead of questioning, do you think that's a good idea? Try offering, I'm excited for you and I'm here to help. But if have you ever thought about, you know blah, blah, blah. So it's always trying to be supportive of them and let them do things their way. The last one is type four, the serious child. I don't have a serious child personally, so I don't have any personal experiences, but a more seriously inclined child is logical, independent, and focused. People often marvel at how mature they are for their age. They are the authority in many matters and relish in perfection. A serious child's mantra is, let's see what this is, let's analyze it, and I know a way to make it better. Some clues you might have a serious child are that they are not as light and playful as other children. They can be pretty rigid and inflexible when it comes to doing things. He or she is an innate perfectionist. Their ideas for ways to make something better often come across as criticism. They like to arrange items like toys, cars, crayons in a specific row. They are judged as critical and a know-it-all. 
So the best way to connect with a serious child or a type 4 child is try relating to them mentally before emotionally. Understand what they are thinking rather than feeling. Serious children crave adult respect. Let them know you respect their thoughts and opinions. When communicating, speak in logical terms that they will understand. Some kids respond to, it would make me so happy if you cleaned your room. But a serious kid will respond better to, I need you to clean your room because it poses a danger of me tripping or twisting my ankle. Ask for their opinions and solutions often. So as you can see, every type is so different. And when I was reading through, I was like, yep, that's Olivia. Yep, that's Jameson. I knew exactly what they were. And obviously, this is just a brief overview of the types, but the book will go into way more detail and why it's so important to honor each child and their type. The interesting part is that each parent has a type as well. So you have to learn to give a little. You can't just force, you know, if you're a serious type and you have a fun-loving child, that's going to be really hard, right? Like, I think I'm more of a type one. I constantly want to have fun and play and have things be lighthearted, but I'm not the best with structure and routine, whereas Olivia thrives on charts and schedules and routine. So I'm working on being better at that for her. Or I love to be on the go because I always want to play and I have FOMO, but Jameson is more laid back. So he likes to have more relaxing days at home and not always go at such a fast pace. So I try to have days where we have no plans for him. So we all parent so differently, but this has helped me so much to, and hopefully it'll help you with your relationship with your children. And I'm so grateful for your support. If you like this podcast, please subscribe. And remember, you are so much more than your body. You are strong, you are resilient, and you are capable. And I will see you back here next time. Thank you for joining us in today's episode. If you liked the content and want to hear more, remember to hit that subscribe button and write a review. As a small business owner, I appreciate it more than you know. If you are looking for a program to help with self-confidence, to lose weight, get in shape, and work on your mental, physical, and emotional health, check out my training programs on www.bodybybree.com. My team and I help to hold you accountable through the Body by Brie app, where you log in to see all your workouts, custom meal plan made specifically for you and your needs, and communication through the messenger. You are never alone when you're on the Body by Brie training program. Click the link in the show notes to get more information on how to transform your life from the inside out.